Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. It's a Star Wars episode, as you can tell, episode 341. And we're going to be talking about Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 16 as we get ready for the stretch run last month of the War of the Bounty Hunters event. It's been a long one. We're getting near the end of what is less about Han Solo and Carbonite and more about the Crimson Dawn in my mind. But we'll talk about that as we go. Before we go into that, though, let me tell you to go over to Twitter and follow us at WS Marvel Comics. You follow us. I promise you that we will follow you back 100%. And then if you want to get more podcasts and help support the podcast and all the shows we do on this feed, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you'll get a plethora of shows, Marvel, DC, indie, manga, cartoon, movie. It goes on and on. The list literally goes on and on and on. But yeah, over there at our Patreon, you will get one of the bigger shows for this sort of thing is the Marvel Comics Badass Picks of the Week Patreon Spotlight Where two books each week Picked by the badasses The Get Fresh Crew Beep Boop Are on a podcast And this week they picked some pretty big ones As I said during our regular show This week Death of Doctor Strange number one And Moon Knight number three So if you want to hear us talk about those Go over again Patreon.com slash weird science But let's get right into this As me and my man Matt Talk a little bit of Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 16. All right, and I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? Not much, Jim. How you doing? How am I doing? I'm loving this here Star Wars Wars <laughs> Bounty Hunters, right? Yes. Uh, we're almost done. We're on the stretch run. Home stretch. Uh, this will be Bounty Hunters here, just the actual proper Bounty Hunters book. And again, we'll be going through this probably pretty quickly because there's an overlap. There's an overlap with the last War of the Bounty Hunters main book. Specifically with Valance Dengar and Boba Fett. And it was weird. I, it threw me off at the beginning because mm-hmm. sometimes these overlaps, they're a little closer in a, a time frame of getting the book. So I'm like, okay, yeah, there's Valance. What? Dengar's with him? I tell, and then I'm like, are we going to see that this is wrapped around where he ends up? I still think he's going to go back and pick him up off of that ice, whatever, boat. Yeah. Icy death. Uh, yeah, and and with that though, you end up having him saved at least there at, at a point. But I do think at one point they maybe they won't get well, back together. Maybe this is just to thin the herd and have it so that when we go forward after this war, the bounty hunters Dengar will be on, you know, on the run trying to get, you know, balance. I, I don't know. It's it just this whole thing is now to the point where I'm less interested in what's going on in the War of the Bounty Hunters, and I'm just like, okay, this is setting up this, we'll get this later, and that's kind of a shame. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and we, we get another issue with a cliffhanger ending with Death Stick. Yeah, Death Stick just keeps coming. It's funny because we, we end up in the other like side one-shot Bounty Hunters book. You have to have uh, the lady with the feather uh, mohawk. Yep. And in the regular books, it seems that Destic, you have to have her doing something at the end of the book to have a <laughs> cliffhanger. She's everywhere. Um, yeah. So with this, though, sitting here, we have one more month after this. 
with these books, right? We have one more big issue, The War of the Bounty Hunters 5. And when we get to that, I don't see this event being anything except the reintroduction or introduction of the Crimson Dawn into the comics and then go forward with that because right when this ends, the next week you have the Crimson Dawn series start up and I think that's all it is. It's less, I mean, we have really left behind the idea of really Han Solo. I mean, yeah, he's there in Carbonite. What are you going to do? We know that eventually gets to Jabba's Palace. It's seemingly from Boba Fett. But I thought this was going to have more of a, you know, it's a mad, mad, mad world deal where we'll see that the Carbonite Han Solo was 80 people had him at one point then to lead back. But we haven't had that. And then so when you get into these individual books, a lot of it is all roads leading to the Crimson Dawn. It happens in this one. And I don't know. I mean, I guess that it's Star Wars were the bounty hunters. It's not Star Wars. What the hell happened to Carbonite Han Solo? But Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. you tried to get people in with that and did nothing with it. I mean, really nothing with it. He's kind of been standing on a pedestal at the auction, then loaded up into a ship. That's about, you know, stolen before with that doctor doing his nonsense. They're just using him as a draw to get everybody to go to Crimson Dawn. Yeah, and with that, talking or seeing people, you know, talking about some of these books and whatnot, I'm not seeing a lot of people reviewing any of these books during the War of the Bounty Hunters much or talking, but I'm not seeing that many. It was cool when the Crimson Dawn, oh my God, that's from the Solo movie. That's pretty cool. Oh my God, you know, it's Kiara. Oh, But then after that, it's like, okay, well, we kind of meandered since then. It's kind of been a letdown getting towards Mm -hmm. the end. It's like we're limping to the end, it feels like to me. Uh, But this book, again, this Founding Hunters book, we're going to see what this is going to lead to. And I'm I'm just going to tell you, it it leads to the idea of the unbroken clan, the idea of these clans coming together, the deal with that that we set up before with Cadalia. The girl who is, you know, she's almost like Romeo and Juliet as one person. And it now has it where, okay, this is going to be going forward. We knew this. Okay, how are the clans going to react? How are they going to come together? But now the Crimson Dawn have her in her sights. And like, okay, I get it. That's what it is. But this is Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 16, written by Ethan Sachs, art by Paolo Villanelli, Arif Priano on colors, and VCs Josephina on letters. Jabba the Hutt put a bounty on Boba Fett's head. Valance and Dengar are determined to find Fett first. Valance is desperate to save his old friend Han Solo, who is in the hands of Crimson Dawn. And Dengar has an agenda of his own, his lady love that he seems to tell everybody about, too. Uh-huh. Right? And he's love like, it. anybody who's going to listen, Dengar. I think it's one of those, like, that idea of her being captured and in jail with Jabba, that is legitimately... A teenager's version of my girlfriend lives in Niagara Falls. That's all it is. I think that there's nobody in reality. He just is trying to convince people that he has a woman who loves him. And that's nobody it. would believe that he has no, a girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. They're like, really? Your girlfriend, huh? Meanwhile, Tonga and Lasha found the mourner's whale syndicate decimated by Crimson Dawn. Tonga won't rest until the heir to the mourner's whale and unbroken clan is safe. And those are the two. Clans. I always forget about the mourners' whale. <laughs> what kind of yeah, clan is that? Horrible. On, on Narshida, Valance was wounded by the Crimson Dawn assassin death stick. Dengar and Valance managed to narrowly escape, but time is running out to find Hana and Fett. And yeah, basically, 
we're going to see how Valance and Dengar flew to the planet, ends up trying, they're trying to get Han Solo, trying to get in the auction. We know that they don't. We know that they then end up trying to intercept the thing. We don't even get to that. What we get to is that whole deal with Boba Fett and them Mm -hmm. fighting. We saw this. Dengar ends up, you know, poor guy, too. He gets done dirty twice now. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's bad enough the first time, but now we have to see him again get stuck on that ice as it floats out. And I love when he's shaking his fist up at at Valance while he's flying away. That made me laugh. But (laughs) you end up also like stuff that at, at a point you were not that interested in. You know, with this whole deal with Zuckus and Tonga and Tassie, where they're trying to, you know, find what's going on, find this deal. And, and remember where Zuckus, what was it? He's like a, a, a person finder. Finesman. Yeah, finesman. We yeah. see now. Now, what is he doing? Breaking up bones or something? Now, is is, is that bones? his, you know, chicken dinner? Because he's breaking up bones and they even sit there like, oh, my God, look at him. He's doing like (laughs) it's almost like the tea leaves, but with bones, he's doing this. And then he's like, "Okay, they're they're on Jakara. I found I found them, him and Dengar. And they're looking balance, balance and Dengar, because they're also trying to find out where like everybody is trying to get Cadelia. So they're trying to find balance who has that connection, all these things going on. I love it. They like to go, hey, uh, man, Suckus, you are pretty good. You did that with them bones? He's like, no, no, no. I had a tracker on Dengar. I think that that's where they're at. He's fooling everybody. He probably doesn't have any powers. And why would he do this with the bones if then he admits to them, no, no, I have a tracker? Because with that, he's dropping the bones, it looks like, on his tablet. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're on Jakara. I'd love it if they're like, oh, my God, the bones told you that. He's like, no, no, no. I just called them and asked. Then he says he has a tracker <laughs> on a bunch of other bounty hunters. And he knows that Valance is with Dengar. Dengar is on Jakara. That's where they must be. I'm like, okay, that is such a weird, wasted scene. Uh, why do that? It's why? like a fake music. I'm not a musician. I'm a magician. They, like, they, they don't really have any powers, but there's a sleight of hand bullshit. I saw Sorry. Arrested Development. Job, who is an yeah. illusionist, uh, he, he ends up getting kicked out of the society because they revealed his, he revealed his trick. It's a tracker. <laughs> I don't know why he does it. He should have, they should have had somebody know in the three of them. And when they walk away, like, you put a tracker on Dengar, right? Yes, I did. It's just weird. He admits it right away, but they go off. And then if, we, if you think that Dengar, Got done dirty, as they say. Bosk is even worse. Oh my god! How is he not dead? Well, he's cold blooded, so he would die in the cold. Yes, right? that's that my big thing. He should quickly. be dead. This is a very it's nice planet. This is Hoth Part Two. Hoth mm-hmm. Junior. He should be dead. And at a point, they're playing off as if he is, and then he springs out. It's a trap. But no, no, no. He should be dead. And if not. He's probably slow as molasses about yeah. to die, but yet he's sprit- like, is that to make it like boss, man, he is pretty tough. It's weird. It's a weird setup, especially with a cold blooded guy who is just out in the elements of what is a ice planet. You end up having Dengar and Valance in there, you know, checking things out. They park way off and because they're <laughs> there at. Everybody parks so far away from the ship. And everybody does it for the same reason. It would be funny <laughs> just I I'm sure. And they do end up saying, oh, the, the Empire's here. But I'm, I'm surprised Darth Vader just didn't park in the lobby. Like, yeah. you know, screw this, I'm in. 
Um, but yeah, they parked far back. Dengar says, oh man, why do we have to park so back? It's cold. I'm freezing. The only thing that gets me is later he actually pulls out his heated vibro blade. Why isn't he heating himself? It's <laughs> funny. He's like, you know, putting it next to him. <laughs> but they end up where they have to get these guards, this whole Crimson Dawn thing. They're trying to get in. They don't necessarily have much of an invitation here. And the whole party has been blown up. And you know what I mean? There's no party. At this point, it's over. Show. Yeah. This is like, you know, showing up at this, you know, high school party. And the cops had already come and, you know, shut it down. And mm-hmm. you, you just have to be, you know, ah, I shut up lane. Uh, but these guards are there. Dengar's like, there's too many of them. They'll sound the alarm. We don't want that. And, you know, Valance just goes and tips over. A giant boulder <laughs> causes an avalanche. These guys. <laughs> crushes them. Yeah, yeah, a couple are left, but that lets Dengar do I mean, they're something. just minding their own business. And then a big just boulder gets dropped on them. I mean, where they are, I guess, I guess there's, the, I don't even see a door really there where they're standing. They're just like there, probably taking their break. They're just employees. Yeah. I don't know, they're not murderers necessarily. And they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> yeah. Then you get the idea of Dengar's like, hey, we make a good team. Don't say that. Hey, I'm growing on you. You have the Star Wars version of like fungus deal. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to go in and check out what's going on. But because we already saw this, you end up jumping. It's like a short time later. Oh, man, the Empire's here. That stinks. stinks. Later. Oh, wait mm-hmm. a minute, because Dengar falls asleep. They're waiting also for Boba Fett. They're waiting possibly. I mean, the best way to do this is actually to sit outside and wait for Han to come out and then grab him. But you see that the Empire has him, and there's Boba Fett. and they kind. Of, it's very quick. If you didn't read that War of the Bounty Hunters main deal, th- this action is really like sparse, like the way that they go from the panel to panel. You know, mm-hmm. you have Boba Fett's there, then Denga, and they're they're going after each other. They're going to fight. You have that bit where there's that standoff with the hand going, and poor Dengar. He gets put on that ice boat, and off he goes. We will see what's happened. I like when you get to see the uh, missile launch. Um, but yeah. then just out of nowhere, in the Vermilion, the Crimson Dawn ship, and it's funny, too, because I keep forgetting that This is a ship, and they just parked on this ice planet just to have this as the setup deal. Um, So I I kept thinking, like, why don't they just take off and leave at one point? But Vukara's there. She's drinking the spice wine. Seems like this will be a way to get Vukara, the Unbroken Clan, to kind of be in cahoots with the Crimson Dawn as well. Everybody's playing everybody, all that stuff. And when... When Valance talks to Boba Fett and we know that Boba Fett and him go off, uh, you end up where Boba Fett says, Dengar would have sold you out. He would have stabbed you in the back. And then you see Dengar on that piece of floating <laughs> ice. He's like, I would have betrayed you, but not yet. He's yelling at him. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he was going to anyway. Yeah. And so then <laughs> the, the weirdest thing, you end up then when you end up having the other, you know, the Zuckus and, and the, they land and they see boss and they're like hey what's up i guess he's dead he springs forward he's gonna hold them hostage you're gonna have to help me and all of this is to try to get valance and boba fett when they mention valance they're all into it we're gonna get going we're gonna do that this is all again this is all just set up for not war the bounty hunter stuff this is just bounty hunter stuff that we're gonna get later and again if if that was the case and we kind of did this all but you're also you know, overlapping the War of the Bounty Hunters. So this book just ends up being a quick read that's not much to it. 
And then Dengar almost gets killed. He almost gets killed pretty much. And this is a very much like a uh, Mandalorian scene that we saw yeah, those big giant yeah those monster. big giant monsters that are under the ice come out and legitimately uh, i mean dengar is going to die he's gonna mm-hmm. die i actually thought he was gonna get swallowed up uh but then somehow gets saved like a boba fett but he ends up being saved like you said by destic who's just going around on you know her what is, what is she on a barge, ice speeder? A barge? Ice, i, I ice don't speeder? know and, and she just shoots and gets us and basically says hey I, um, you know, you owe me something. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got the zip drive here. And at the beginning, we saw that you did have, you know, balance call off to see that everybody was all right, including Cadalia. Did he send and that message at the beginning? It seems like he was going to, then didn't, then didn't, then did. And they yeah, did end know. up. Well, at one point, you do see it beeping. I think he didn't send it, but he I don't know, because remember with the idea where Condra ends up hearing something beep and goes, oh, somebody's sending us yeah. a message. And she goes in and goes, oh, uh, did he hang up and didn't send it? But actually, the coordinates are there. Maybe he I'm, initiated it, but never fully. Sent yeah, it. I, but it is the coordinates. And that's what we see that, you know, Dengar has been doing with that to try to get money to try, you know, to get his lady love back again, though. I don't know. The way that Ethan Sachs has been setting up Dengar, I'm kind of guessing this might not be the it it might not be the real thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I guess if you're just going to get rid of Dengar, just get rid of him and have him be a piece of crap. That's fine. But they had it did seem almost like an Ochi that you were setting up, you know, a a team and and a friendship and somebody. But, you know, there's no honor among thieves, they say, especially when you have toilet paper wrapped around your head so he ends up <laughs> giving this deal and there you deal you see Cadelia Condra, and then you see the crimson they dawn kill these there. innocent people like yeah i guess the big thing is to kill or actually i would say the crimson dawn capture. would be more into capturing especially Cadelia, so that they can use her to get both the the mourner's whale and the unbroken clan to kind of you know, be under their thumb with her in, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But it says to be continue more of the bounty hunters number five. But they stuff with, you know, them, Cadalia, kind of, that, that's more of bounty hunter stuff that we're going to go off to and maybe even lead into some of that Crimson Dawn book as well. But again, you end the book with not Han Solo. Han Solo is just a side item. Hey, I'm going to save my friend. Oh, I want to get him for my bounty. And you see him getting taken away, which we know then. That doesn't work out. All these things that we kind of know. And it it does end up swirling around in your head about what we know and don't know and where we saw it. But we get one more issue in this month. Did you notice that uh, this bothered me? If you scrolled over the next issue, it says number 16. This yeah. is number 16. Yeah, they, they screwed up. <laughs> I mean, how, how does that go to press? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, we get uh, Star Wars 17 next week, so we'll have yeah. that. But again, it's even called The Chase. We're just going to end up seeing Darth Vader chasing Luke. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Some of this stuff it will be kind of cool later, and they are setting it up. But I'm here for where the bounty hunters, and we're getting a lot of overlaps. We're getting a lot of nothingness. I mean, really, not much happens legitimately in this issue except people moving from one place to the other to get put into a position where you know they're going to be used later so overall i'm at a 6.5 the the art's okay it's just we've seen the big scenes here already and nothing really big happens except oh my god you know dengar you piece of crap but 
Uh, also, with that, though, I mean, maybe he wasn't going to give it to Destic, but then he's like, man, screw this. They left me on the ice yeah. and left. So what the hell? Uh, you would think that that would be something. I'm looking at the panel where you know, Boba Fett's like, he made the right call. Dengar would have betrayed you the first chance he got. And he's shaking his fist <laughs> at the ship as it leaves. But then you have Valance and he's like, yeah, yeah, right call. Like he's he, he had one tear going down from his non-robotic eye. If he did it on the robotic eye, it would get all he's rusted, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I think that he doesn't want to do it. Dengar saved his hide a bunch of times there and they did become kind of friends. Uh, you know, enough of friends that you could be with Dengar. I like also the idea where it was brought up, like, hey, you kill Boba Fett or you kill these other guys, you get a lot of hype. People will be like, well, why don't you kill me? It's like, nobody cares about you. Like, nobody, you you're not going to even get anything of any accolades for killing you. You're Dengar. <laughs> And it's got, oh, I like Dengar's just such a sad sack who, who tries to convince himself he isn't. Makes me laugh. But just imagine uh, how cold you have to be to fly away from somebody waving a fist at you in the middle of a, the water on ice. I mean, you're leaving cold. him for dead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that is like the, yeah, that's as low cold. as it gets. Yeah. And then there's Bosco. Somehow he survives. He's a lizard. Uh, but yeah, I'm 6'5. What would you give it? I, I'll go with 6'5 too. I mean, it's worth it just for that scene of him shaking his fist. Oh, it's funny. Did, uh, go to that and tr- magnify <laughs> in. I'm telling you, there's already like a premonition because when I uh, went into that, I swear to God, he's a skeleton. His face looks like a skull. A ske- I'm like, are they telling us that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it really? Yeah, it looks oh, like man. a dead skull. And they I was like, oh, my God. No. Uh, but I thought maybe they're hinting that this is it for old Dengar. But then he. He survives. I do like just like the he's shaking face. the fist. And then when you see him, he's like, I was going to betray you, but not yet. That may be right. All right. But that's shouldn't this event just be called Star Wars Crimson Dawn? It should be. It should just be Star Wars Rise of the Crimson Dawn. There you go. That, that like would have been I mean, fine. that's all this is. And, and use that, you know, Hunter. And again, they'll say, well, they are kind of a bounty. No, they're, they're more of There's a clan. No war like, going or on. War of the Clans. I think that you have to call it War of the Bounty Hunters to make it look bigger. And then you have to throw Han Solo in because this nonsense has nothing. Like Luke Skywalker is not sitting there going, oh, man, what's up with the unbroken clan nowadays? Oh, I hear this Cadelia. She's going to be able to unite them. He didn't care. He wouldn't know. So you have to have something. And they must have sat there. What is the one thing that we can throw in there that we don't do anything with but can unite all the books? One ring will rule them all. It's it's mm-hmm. Han Solo because everybody has a connection. And then you really didn't do much with it. So and it's been, and I, I said it before at one point, but this is the biggest crossover event Star Wars comic history. Is this going to taint the next one? If you end up having another yes. event coming up and you're like, well, I, you know, that, and, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, it is, it's going to taint it a little. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this quick one through one issue. I think we have one issue for the most part for the rest of the time, except one week. We'll double up with an IG88 and something else. We'll get to see, you know, that. That lady, the feathered mohawk, uh, we'll yeah, see Deva, her one last time. Deva, Deva. And, yeah, yeah, Deva didn't do nothing, probably. She'll probably like, hey, die. Hey, what up, IG88? He just shoots. Her. Just immediately shoots. A mid sentence, she just gets just destroyed. Yeah, just destroyed. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> go over to our Twitter at 
uh, WS Marvel Comics. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a bunch of shows, exclusive shows over there. Uh, but yeah, that's that. Everybody, thank you for joining me, Matt. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you later.